Welcome to the Living Epistle Podcast, the place where you will find biblical principles to help you live out your faith on a daily basis and to have a positive impact on the lives of others. So get ready for another powerful episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Hello, my name is Tony Miles, and welcome to this week's episode of Living Epistle Podcast. This week's podcast is really a continuation of what the Lord had given me last week. It was just so much information that I thought it'd be prudent to break it up and to spread it out over two weeks. And so if you'll recall, last week's podcast was a reflection over the events of the past 15 months or so. And so I won't recall or rehash all of the details of the events that I highlighted last week. I think we can all agree and suffice it to say that indeed, this past year has been like no other in recent history. And certainly it's been like no other that any of us have experienced in our lifetimes. And again, even with all of the things that have gone on these past 15 months, I saw the Lord's hand in it all. He was reminding us of some key life lessons that we need to keep in mind as we live on this side of heaven. Last week, I stated that the first thing he was reminding us of is that we are not in control. If you recall, I read Psalms chapter 24, verse 1, where it says, The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and those who dwell in it. And I also couldn't help but think about Psalms 20 and verse 7, where it reads, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of our Lord. And again, it was clear this past year that there was and that there still is no one who can save, who can heal, who can deliver, who can comfort, who can encourage, who can challenge, who can strengthen, who can edify. No one, no one or no thing like Almighty God, right? And then the second thing we were reminded of is that God was slowing us down so that we could see what really matters and that we could see what was really important. It was really a time of reprioritizing. And certainly at the forefront of all of that reprioritizing was or should have been our relationships. First, our relationship with him, then our relationship with our family, our friends and our loved ones. And then finally, our relationship with our fellow men and women, right? How we relate to the world. So finally, here's the one of the other major reasons uh, that I believe God has slowed us down so that we could clearly hear him reminding us of who he has created us to be and who or what I should say he has called us to do. And that is the focus of this week's podcast. Again, I believe God slowed us down enough so that he could clearly so that we could clearly him clearly hear from him what or I should say who he has created us to be and what he has created us to do. Man, when the Lord was speaking those things to me, though, so many scriptures began to flood my mind and flood my spirit. But really the two, I think if we had to boil it down, the two that really stuck out in my mind uh, the most are uh, is this one. And I'll give the other one a little later. But first, the first one is Acts chapter one, verse eight, as it pertains to who God is calling us to be. And it reads, but you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you or the New King James Version says when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me 
in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Wow. If ever there was a time when we have a tremendous opportunity to be witnesses, surely that time is now. Um, What do I mean? Well, how do we as believers react or how do we respond in the face of a global global pandemic? How do we react or respond during racial discrimination and civil unrest? How do we respond where we see a dramatic increase in crime, in particular violent crimes here in Metro Atlanta, but not just in Metro Atlanta, but throughout major cities in the United States? We certainly have seen the rise in um, food prices. We've seen the rise in gas prices. We've seen certainly that there is uncertainty about what's happening with our kids in school and the school systems and 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 the list could go on and on and on you get the picture right and so first we have to remember that God is always with us Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8 New King James version reads and the Lord he is the one who goes before you he will be with you he will not leave you nor forsake you do not fear nor be dismayed. And so Acts 1 and 8 is reminding us, number one, that we are empowered by the Holy Spirit to face whatever challenges come our way. And wherever we go, we are to be witnesses for Christ, right? He says, and you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And let me tell you again, just a little quick backdrop on what was happening here because it started with a but, right? And so what was happening here is that Jesus was getting ready. He had risen from the grave. He was getting ready to ascend into heaven. And his disciples wanted him wanted to know, Jesus, is this the time that the Lord is going to establish his kingdom back on earth? And God, Jesus was telling them, hey, that's not for you to know. Only the Father knows when that's going to happen. But your responsibility, your charge is to be witnesses for me. And he says in Judea, in Jerusalem, in Judea, and Samaria, until the ends of the earth. Well, the point is, is that wherever we go, whether it's locally in our local uh, towns, in our local communities, in the general area, in our general geography, whatever states or counties that we're in, and certainly wherever we go throughout the world, wherever we go throughout the earth, we are to be witnesses for him. And so many of us um, think of this religiously, or we think of this only as it relates to churchy stuff, right? When we hear this, But the fact of the matter is, is that we are to be witnesses for the Lord in every area of our lives, not just when we're in church on Sunday mornings or not just when we're in church on Wednesday nights, but every area of our lives, 24 seven, we are to be witnesses for him. And so my question to you is, what has the Lord been tugging at your heart to do? What is it that God keeps reminding you of that he won't let you forget, that he won't let it go? And he keeps bringing those things to your remembrance and into my remembrance. Those are the things that we should be doing, whether it's starting a business. So many of you, you have this great business idea, but you've not implemented it or you've not taken steps. So many of us say, well, man, I really wish I could go back to school. Or those of who who have graduated from professional schools and have professional degrees may be looking to get other professional certifications. Some of you may be looking to make a career change, right? Because the industry that you're in was greatly impacted by COVID-19, but you're afraid. God has placed a book in some others of you or a, a, a writing or poetry or whatever it is that God has placed inside of you and inside of me. Or some of us may be starting a podcast, hint, hint, yours truly, or a YouTube channel or whatever it is, right? 
right? And so I believe that during this time, during this time of COVID, during this time where God had slowed us down, that God was speaking so clearly to us um, collectively as a society, as the United States, as the world. But he was also speaking to us individually as to what he wanted for us specifically to be doing. And it has become crystal clear to me that it is imperative that we do what God is calling us to do. Why do I say that? Because it's not just for us. It's not just for me to benefit from it, but it affects all of those who are connected to us. It affects all of those who will be coming behind us. Um, it affects generations after us, right? And so it's for our posterity. That's a fancy word of saying for all those who come behind us, for all the generations who come behind us. It's incumbent upon us to be obedient to what God is saying to us. And you may be saying, well, where is that in scripture? We don't have to look very far. Man, it's all throughout scripture. But the first place I think about it is in Genesis, where God told Abram to go and to leave his countrymen and to leave his family and to go to another land. And he said, look up in the sky, Abram. At the time he was Abram. He said, look up in the sky, Abram. What do you see? And he says, I see all these stars. He says, as many as the stars as you see, so shall your seed be that I'm going to bless you and I'm going to multiply you. And so it wasn't just for him, but here it was. All of those who were connected to Abram or at the, and then later became Abraham, all of those who were connected to him. And guess what? Even us to this day, even Jesus himself is a descendant of Abraham. So us who are believers now are still benefiting from Abraham's obedience when God called him out. And the same holds true for us as well, right? We can't be selfish and we can't not do what God is calling us to do. Stop and think about who or how we may be hindering God from blessing our children and our grandchildren and our great grandchildren or all of those, our friends and our family, those who are connected to us. When we are obedient, God releases his blessings. But again, not just for us, but to all who are connected to us. So it becomes imperative for us to be his witnesses. And that, my friends, that, my family, is the reason that you are listening to me on this podcast because I said yes a year ago to doing the podcast. And here's a funny story. I'll tell you just a quick side note is my best friend probably had asked me maybe three or four years prior to 2020. Hey, man, you really should look at doing something on social media. And I poo pooed it. But here God slowed me down and I was in the grocery store. I was literally in a public grocery store and one of my Sunday school classmates called and said, hey, Elder Tony, have you considered doing a podcast? I was in the produce aisle. No pun intended. I was in the produce aisle and I said yes. And so that began the wheels for me to be able to produce this podcast. Come on. And then also, family, I'll share just another insight. During the pandemic, God began to speak to me also about going back to school. And so that is also the reason that I have been applied and enrolled and have been accepted in a Master of Divinity program. And so, again, family, is all of those things that God had been dealing with me about for years that he slowed me down enough so that I would take the necessary steps to do what he is calling me to do. And so my prayer is that I pray that God would stir up the dreams and the visions that he has placed inside of each of you so that you can now act on the promptings. And I pray that for me as well. And I'm so reminded of Habakkuk 2 and 3, which reads, Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision 
and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. And I pray that God would stir up the dreams, stir up the visions, but write them down and then begin to pursue what God has placed inside of you. The fact of the matter is, is that others are depending on you. Their destinies are tied into you and their destinies are tied into me being obedient and doing and being what God has called us to be. And then finally, I would say the sum total of what God has called us to do can be found in Matthew 28, 19 through 20. Yep, you you probably know it already, but I'm going to read it. Matthew 28, 19 through 20. And it reads, go therefore, And make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. Amen. Yep, you may know it as the Great Commission. And here's the thing. One of the things that we see throughout scripture is when Paul or Jesus or Moses or anybody was getting ready for that final, that final act on earth. It was always boiled down to what was the most important thing here. Jesus is getting ready to go to Calvary and he's telling his disciples the most important thing is that you go and make disciples of all the nations. Right. And so as we are being witnesses at school at work, at home, in the community, in the marketplace, in the public square, our aim should be that we should be looking to make disciples. Because when people ask us about our lives, when they ask us about our careers, when they ask us about our profession, when they ask us about our craft, our hobbies, our successes, and yes, even our failures and our accomplishments and our families, we can't help but stop and tell them about the amazing God and our amazing Savior who gave us and blessed us with the gifts, the talents, the abilities, the confidence, and the courage ah, mm, to even pursue when we hit failure, but the courage and the confidence to continue on to achieve what level of success and what modicum of successes that any of us may have. It will be a great opportunity to tell them about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and how he has blessed us and how he has equipped us and how he has encouraged us and how he has provided for us. Right. And then it will be a great opportunity to invite them to become a part of this amazing family of faith and to become an amazing son or daughter of this wonderful God that we serve. Because at the end of the day, family, when we put everything into its proper perspective for the believer. Everything that we do in its proper perspective, our responsibility at the end of the day is to be a witness for Christ and to make disciples for him. So thank you, Lord, for slowing us down so that we could do a reset and a reprioritization and really focus on what really matters. Thank you for reminding us that whatever our vocations, whatever our professions, whatever our craft, whatever it is that we're engaged in, whatever it is that we're involved in that is creating livelihood for us or preparing us for our livelihoods. Its ultimate purpose is not just for us. 
and not just for us to provide for our families, although that's important. But the ultimate purpose, the ultimate aim is that we be witnesses for you. Let's think outside of the four walls, family. Let's think outside of the church. It's not just about being a witness. We were getting our shout on on Sunday mornings or on Wednesday nights. But what are we doing the other six days a week and how are we living? And as we're making our living and as we're uh, involved in our craft and as we're involved in our trades and as we're involved in our pursuit of educations and careers and as we're involved in public service and as we're involved in our community organization and as we go, as we go, the ultimate aim is that we be witnesses and that we make disciples. No higher honor, no greater reward than us doing what God has called us to be and God has called us to do. So remember, family, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. This is Tony Miles. Thanks for listening. Now go and be a living epistle. Join us again next week for another episode of Living Epistle Podcast. Music for Living Epistle Podcast is provided by audionautics.com.